with Lucy Malazzo across our university city and South Cambridgeshire. Cambridge 105 Radio. Let's talk about what's going on right here in the studio. Uh, joining me now is Pina, our food blogger friend from the blog One to Culinary Stew. Uh, good evening, Pina. Hello. Hello, hello. Uh, welcome, welcome. Here we are in July and... Um, You've got a great list of things to go through. Um, it all seems to be happening. I'm really excited. Um, you've got some events for us to consider signing up to um, happening later on in the month. Uh, but let's jump straight in because you have not one, not two, but three new openings happening here in the city and a little bit uh, further distance. Um, where do you want to start? Uh, we can start with Flatiron. Um, so that is, uh, it's a relatively big chain. Uh, there's 12 restaurants in London. So the Cambridge one is going to be the first one outside of London. Mm. So they're in all sort of the prestigious locations, Kensington, Westfield, White City, uh, Soho, Covent Garden. Um, so I feel they're like a big there, chain. There's, there's a couple of um, restaurants that have done that. They're quite niche and really, you know, cool parts of London and then yeah. they choose to branch out and they, they too tend to come to Cambridge. Like, isn't Gail's Bakery? She's sort, that, that's sort of a one which started out in that bougie side of London and yes, then yes. moved. She's got, that, I think you, there's two of them. There's yeah. three of <laughs> Gail's Bakery now in Cambridge. Kind of crazy. Uh, but yeah, Flatiron. So it's coming to Cambridge. Um, what's the concept of Flatiron? Uh, so it's a, it's a steakhouse. Uh, it's based on the flat iron cut of steak, which is a, a very tender but um, inexpensive cut of steak. Right. Um, it's also called a feather blade. It's basically a cut of steak... Um, that is from the feather muscle of um, the cow between the chuck and blade section, so mm. shoulder, uh, shoulder, upper shoulder, and lower neck. Anyway, um, their concept is to bring like a in relatively inexpensive steak, um, call them secondary cuts, uh, but high quality beef and make it accessible for everyone because you mm. know a lot of these steakhouses are extremely expensive. Yeah. Um, so I think it seems to be a popular concept. Um, so it's coming to Cambridge. Cambridge is sort of a mini London, <laughs> yeah. I say. So I think it'll do well. What kind of prices are we? Do you know what we're looking at on the menu? We don't no, know I, yet. No, I don't know. It's hard because to um, there was the uh, there was a sort of steakhouse on Bridge Street, Street? Yes. Middleton's. Or Middleton's, something. Yeah. yeah. Which I, I never mean, hear anything about it. Well, it opened, and some bloggers went and. And it's gone. <laughs> oh, it's gone now. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I wonder. I want. It's a tough time. That was isn't a, it? yeah. It was a Bridge Street location. This one is on Market Street, like where I think the Nat West Bank was. So it's quite, you know, right off the Market Square. So Market Square. You know, Nat there's Butch West. Annie's little independent Butch, Butch Annie's. Oh yes. yeah. So it's right there. It's so sort there. of like opposite. Well, almost where the where the W H Smith take TK yeah. Maxx is. Yeah. Oh, so right there. Yeah. So it's quite prominent. That's location, a prominent location. And it looks like it's going to be very beautiful inside. So, um, it's a you know it's a Victorian building, uh, two floor restaurant. So mm. it'll probably be very nice. And when are they looking to open? So they're going to be opening very soon. They're actually, um, 
Yeah, they can op- they're opening in July, so they're taking uh, reservations now, I think. Fantastic. Um, All right, then. So if you are into your steak and you want a nice little night out in town, uh, the weather's shine, uh, sun is shining, grab yourself a glass of wine, sit somewhere nice, King Parade, and then go across to the Market Street uh, to check out um, the newest uh, steakhouse restaurant in Cambridge um, coming in from London. Uh, if you want to find out more, you can go onto their website, Flat Iron Steak. .co.uk it's going to be where the Nat West was. It's quite interesting how uh, the banks are going yeah. and the restaurants are coming in. <laughs> the restaurants are coming, steaks coming in, they'll have all, they'll have a bunch of nice like classic sides, you know, beef dripping chips, cream spinach Ooh. and apparently they have their own uh, Malbec uh, from uh, the Limoux area. Okay. So not so Argentina. Is, is, it, is it quite sort of Argentinian influenced or I don't think so because a lot of the steakhouses you know like I'm thinking gaucho and stuff yeah Argentinian and then they had like the Argentinian wines and this one I found interesting there was a Malbec but Mm. it's actually from France Mm -hmm. Um, okay so and they also actually have their own um, cows from Thirsk Yorkshire okay they created their own herd of flat iron cattle and so they're concentrating on reviving and perfecting rare and native breeds. Mm. To me, that's a little bit like when you go to a lobster restaurant and they say, you want lobster? Okay, uh, come and choose your lobster from the tank. I'm like, no, 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 no. Oh, I, I love that. Oh, do you? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I mean, like you're good, it. but I, that's how you, sh- you should own up. If you're going to, like, kill and eat um, something, you should own it. But for me, that's a little, I can't, I can't. If there's, like, photos of the cows on the menu... Oh, from I see. Yorkshire, we yeah. might have an issue. I might go veggie for the night. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> Interesting, yes. Okay. So that's Flatiron, yeah. and that's coming uh, to Cambridge later on this month. Excited for that one. Got to say, even more excited for the next new opening that you're about to tell us about, because I am a little bit of a Japanophile. Tell me the good news, Pina. So this one is actually opening in mid-August, but they are taking bookings now uh, for mid-August. And uh, they're, uh, they're opening on Monday, the 7th of August. So okay, if you go to, noted uh, in my diary. Yeah, so if you go to kibu.co.uk, K-I-B-O-U, and you can book online. So basically, it's called Kibu Japanese Kitchen and Bar. Exciting. It's at 7A Jesus Lane, which is where the Pizza Express, Pizza Express was, used to be. The Pit Club. Pit Club. Oh, it used to be the Punanas there as well. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay. yeah I, I love it, actually, because it's a really beautiful building. <laughs> it's a great two-listed building, so it's It's, it's gorgeous, and you go down the little steps in. It's really, really quite grand inside. It's a great restaurant club venue. Sounds great. I haven't been inside, but I've had little sneak peeks of their, um, you know, because they're actually working on it now. So it looks like Good. it's going to be absolutely beautiful with an open sushi kitchen and a, a bar and very sumptuous looking. Uh, and they'll have uh, basically a you know Japanese inspired menu. So they'll have the, sash- the sashimi, sushi, ramen, bao, um, tempura, uh, karagi. Probably Ooh, fried yeah. chicken. Yep. Um, they'll have Japanese-inspired cocktails and whiskey. Japanese Love. whiskey is amazing. Love. And this is actually a, a much smaller chain. They've got this is going to be their fifth location. Again, there are four locations are outside of Cambridge. So you've got Battersea, mm-hmm. Cheltenham, Bristol, and Solihull. Oh, interesting. So Cambridge will be the fifth one. Right. Um, so 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 it's an establishing chain, but it's still got that sort of small feel yeah, about it. Yeah, I think it. so. Yeah, yeah. I'm Where nosy, so I looked on Company's House to see who the directors are. Didn't see any Japanese names, but that, uh-huh. that doesn't necessarily mean anything. Um, you know, if they do the concept well and it's um, it's popular. Yeah, you know. sometimes you can tell the difference, can't you? Like, 
um, like you just said, there's no Japanese names on the on the mark on the directorship. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but if you do it well, you pay serious. You can tell the difference compared to when people just. You know, they don't. It's more of a kind of McDonald's style yeah, restaurant yeah. Or a take on whatever Asian is, and exactly. there's you know, all kinds exactly. of different countries in there. So, all right. <laughs> so, we've got high hopes for this one being fairly authentic, uh, a Japanese uh, kitchen and bar called Kibao. Kibu. 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 And uh, I'm hoping the ramen will be good because that's one of the main complaints is that we don't have any decent ramen. That is <laughs> in true. <Cambridge>. It's <laughs> like it's true. okay, but there's not anything yeah. authentic I, I've, Japanese. I have wondered actually that Japanese cuisine, it's, well, Japanese, it's all very cool stuff and it's very um, easy stuff, like ra- a bowl of ramen noodles. Delicious. Delicious, um, but very time consuming to make. I think it takes like 48 hours to do the yeah. broth. So. True. It's not something you want to make at home. No. <laughs> and um, I've been ordering ramen kits. I mean, they started coming out during lockdown. And I've been ordering ramen kits from like London or Cardiff places. Uh, Matsudai Ramen in Cardiff mm. is has great kits and they're really easy to make at home. So um, that's probably the most authentic I feel that I've had here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, it, it lends itself though, doesn't it? Just to like that. It's got, it's very approachable food. It's not just the high-end sushi. It is like a really delicious uh, bowl of ramen. The little, um, what are they called? The little stick food. You know when they put it on a stick? The yakitori. Yeah, the yakitori. The, the yeah. 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 I mean, what is not to like? Yeah. A plate of that with a little, a little Japanese beer yeah, on the side. Yeah, some bao. You know, Oof. the bao are very, very popular now with yeah. the fillings they have. And the fried chicken, the, the, karage, the karage, karagi fried chicken. Yeah, that's some seriously yeah. good chicken. What is the difference between uh, the Japanese fried chicken? Do, do we know? There is something about well, the, it. The karagi is a, is a technique of frying food. Um, so mostly chicken, but mm-hmm. it could be other foods. And I think, um, to me, it's lighter. It's yeah. tastier and it's lighter. Yeah. It's more seasoned, I think. Yeah. Um, so it's not Delicious. like a KFC. <laughs> super, super excited for that one. Definitely going to put my name down on the list for that. Okay, so that's two restaurants coming to central Cambridge in the next uh, end of July and by October. Uh, one more, which I've heard a little bit about, actually. Um, Ben's Yard out in Ely. Tell us about that. Yes, unfortunately, I wasn't able to go to like sort of the preview. So I haven't been there, but I've seen loads of stuff and I've been following them. Um, So they're uh, a retail village, Mm. uh, brand new. They've been building it for I don't know how long I've been following their progress. Um, It's it's near um, Ely in the... Stuntney Estate, uh-huh. um, and it's all brand new built. So they have a restaurant and cafe there. Nice. And the Malloy's Craft Butchery has moved there. Yes, I heard. Um, so they have moved there, and um, they've got um, fashion and lifestyle boutiques, a florist, and there'll be like leisure activities, a playground for kids. There's a six-acre event space. Oh, so it's quite. It's quite, it's quite big. Yeah, I think it's an experience. And then you can actually go through walks like uh, mark trails through the woodland in Fenland and wildflower meadows. Oh, lovely. And people have been there saying it's very child-friendly because it's a lot of space for like prams and dog-friendly for walks. Um, so I have not tried it yet, but I've heard good things. Mm. So is it sort of like a Burwash Manor, but much bigger? Like yeah, the place where you go, so. you have a bit of a nice day out there, look in some really beautiful little boutique shops, get some deli food you know, a nice day with your coffee and a little lunch and everything. Yeah, it's like that, but, thinking, but I'm like thinking much village, bigger. Like, you, know, so. in a, in a, you know, in a lovely location. Like Excellent. You know, a lovely location. So well. cafe there, restaurant there, boutique shops. We know that Malloy's Butcher has moved out there. Yeah. 
And um, that's so his place on uh, near Station Road that's being replaced by a fish butchery, yeah, yeah which I'm also yeah. extremely yeah. excited by. Now, do you know if that's open yet? <laughs> um, <asking> you. <laughs> I uh, now let me think about that because I was very keen and I think it was end of July, it, okay. so a couple of weeks. Yeah, that'll be we'll really have to go to down and have a little chat with them, I think. Yeah, brilliant. Okay, well, that sounds really, really good stuff. Um, we'll stop here, we'll take a little check of the travel uh, when we come back on the other side there are some events foodie events uh, for you to sign up to um, really good ones uh, we'll have that don't go anywhere Pina you're staying with me for another 20 minutes actually uh, because then after the headlines we'll be talking to Johnny who is the founder of the Brew Project Yes, and he's been there for a while but we want to find out a little bit more about him uh, so that's all coming up in the next 10-20 minutes time uh, before that we'll take another look at the travel 520 Cambridge 105 Radio with Pina, our uh, food blogger friend, uh, taking us through um, just before the break uh, some of the new restaurants coming to town and now some events that we can, that are popping up and that we can sign up for uh, to treat ourselves during July. What else do you want to do? Uh, take it away. Which events? Uh, tell us about some of the events that we've got. Oh, sorry. The one that um, I'm organizing. Um, I, once in a while, I organize one, two culinary stew events. I bring together independent traders that don't necessarily have a bricks and mortar and find um, an independent um, venue for them. So it's my Persian kitchen at Signorelli's Deli on Burley Street. And um, we did one back in May. It was a really big success. Yeah, uh, you did this one. The venue worked really well. Yeah, this one you seem to do, you know, quite a bit. It must be very popular. Yeah, they're very popular, quite a big following. So um, this time they're going to do a, a, a mez, a Persian mez night. So it's going to be a series of small plates, like five small plates. Delish. Uh, and then there'll be a dessert. And um, they they just have just like it's it's inspired Persian cooking, Cyrus and Abigail. Cyrus is, is Iranian. Um, Abigail's his partner. They cook together and they use fresh local and quality ingredients. A lot of them from... Um, vegetables and herbs from their own allotment oh nice so the flavors are really vibrant and the menu will have uh several types of dips like an aubergine dip and a, a yogurt dip there'll be a, a falafel as mm. well a dolme which is vinely stuffed with rice and then there'll be a choice of either a lamb a lamb mince dish or a watermelon feta and mint salad and then there will be um, a few things added to that as well and then there'll be a choice of uh, dessert, either um, a roulade or a chole zard, which is a saffron rice dessert. Nice. And um, it's Very. on the 28th of July. It's a 6.30 p.m. start for all guests. So it's it's one, one seating for everyone. And um, um, you book through Eventbrite or just go to 12culinarystew.com. Hmm? Tickets still available? They're still available, yes. Uh, July's proven to be a bit tricky for people to commit. So we've got another, about another 11 days to sell tickets. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm coming along to yes. this one. <laughs> I, I'm really looking forward to it. This is the one that you always mention. I always say, I've got to come to this one. And I saw it. So I've um, I've signed up. It's the same day, same weekend as the Folk Festival. So I'm going to run from the Folk Festival after I've done a couple of hours there. And then I'm going to get changed back into like <laughs> normal wear and uh, come for a really delicious night out. So I'm really yeah, looking forward to that. 
that one. There. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, we will give a reminder of how to sign up to each of these events. Uh, let's hurtle through to the next one coming up. This is over at the Cambridge Wine Merchants on Cherry Hinton. Road. Yes, Cambridge Wine Merchants, they have some really, really good events at the Cherry Hinton um, Road branch and as well at the Bridge Street. Um, so I, I would recommend people to go to um, their website and sign up for the newsletter and mm. you will get the latest information on these t- smallish type of food and wine events. And uh, there's one coming up on the 20th of July that I've I, I snapped up my tickets for that. It's already sold out, so <laughs> I am going to talk about it, but... Um, it really is to say, you know, just keep a track of what's happening yes. at Cambridge Wine because they do have some really good events. So and tell us about the one that you got tickets for, but none of the rest of us do. <laughs> this is a wine and Japanese cuisine event. Oh, that does um, sound good. And this is the good. first time that Oreno, the, the food truck... The Japanese yeah, food truck. Yeah, it's a Japanese grill and sushi food truck. It's kind of an elusive food truck. It, it's not... <laughs> There. Where, it's there, where is it's it? It's sort of there. It's quite busy, but yeah, it's kind of everywhere. Um, and it's um, it's going to be an exclusive evening of food and wine with the owner, Maus Kudairi, um, who owns Oreno. And it's basically built that, that truck, a labor of love. He actually has a robata grill in the truck, which is really quite unusual. Mm. In fat, flat open fireplace cooking food over the hot charcoal. He made me step into the truck once. It was really hot, but it was... It was amazing to see it cooking, you know, the, the, the sticks that you like, yeah, you know, the yakitori yeah, yeah. and all that. Yeah. Um, and this is going to be a five-course menu, Ooh. so it's not the food truck doing it. It's mm. his own. Um, he has like a gourmet side of the Oreno brand. Um, so he's going to do a five-course menu, which is going to be paired with the wines. And he'll be there and he'll be preparing and sharing his insights into the dishes and his connections with Japanese cuisine as well. And yeah. it's 32 places, so um, it's sold out really quickly. And if you've been to the Cherry Hinton Road branch, it's quite a really cozy yeah, environment. You know, they have the table sort of yeah. in the back, but around all the bottles of wine. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's lovely. Love yeah. it down there. It's it's particularly lovely, I feel, in the winter because it's quite dark towards the back. It's very cozy. Yeah, it's really uh, nice. But that, uh, well, it's sold out. So there you go. Mm-hmm. Um, Cambridge, we want more wine and Japanese yeah. cuisine, clearly. Uh, <laughs> I hope this one is so successful. They do, have, they, are, um, they do have food trucks that pop up every Thursday, yes. I think, so, so you could go and get your food yeah, and then you, go into there yeah, and have some wine. I've done that yeah. a, a lot many times. <laughs> yeah. Pina, I'm sure that comes as no surprise to you whatsoever. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I hope this one is particularly successful and they repeat it and then you've got to tell me about it so I can get my tickets Yeah, I hope time. he does it again, yeah. Yeah. And then finally, because we must push on now, um, you've got to tell me about this seafood event happening at Saffron Grange. Yeah, Saffron Grange is the English sparkling wine, a family-run vineyard uh, near Saffron Walden. And they did their first one, which I went to, and I just got so much attention about it. So they're having one again on the 30th of July. At Sunday, so it's it's the seafood Sunday, and they they team up with Saffron Fish Company, which is the fish shop in Saffron Walden. Amazing, amazing produce. They do a lot of collaborations together, including like seafood dinners that sell out really oh, quickly that in, their, sounds in good. their tasting room. Um, and it's actually free to go. It's a relaxing Sunday. It's a beautiful setting amongst the the, the vineyard. Um, you buy your your freshly prepared seafood. Uh, Saffron uh, Fish Company are there preparing it. Um, 
There's lots of places for people to sit. Beautiful. You can use their picnic tables or inside the tasting room. You could bring a, a picnic blanket and sit outside. Lots of families did that with their kids, just sitting amongst the uh, the vineyard. I really want to come to this one. It's really, really nice. It's just a really chilled out. Um, we just bought, uh, bought like a bottle of sparkling wine <laughs> and just ordered seafood all day and just sat there. And it was a beautiful day. Um, oh, and my And the food goodness. was amazing. They had... They had uh, cocktail, you know, prawn cocktail boxes or seafood platters. They had crayfish rolls Ooh. with rocket and smoked paprika. They had yeah. the, the Maldon oysters, uh, prawn kebabs, scallops, uh, all freshly cooked on the ceramic barbecue. It's really, really lovely, really, really great vibe. And yeah. if it, no one has tried saffron grade spark, English sparkling wine yet, they must because it is amazing, amazing. Fantastic. <laughs> so let's, um, the website, if you want to maybe go along, find those dates and uh, get it in your diary, it's saffrongrange.com. Uh, the event is Seafood Sunday. It sounds like a genius idea. It is. And I would recommend, again, sign up to their newsletter because you will hear first about any events that they have. Top uh, tip. They sell out quite quickly. But this one is an open, it's, it's weather permitting and it's free to go and just show up between uh, 11 and Starts at 11 and ends at 4. Fantastic. All right, Pina, thank you so, so much. Home with Lucy Malazzo. Across our university city and South Cambridgeshire. Cambridge 102.8.